The key thing is don't be inhaling, don't be ingesting. Stay inside, don't drink or eat anything. These are important questions. I understand that. Highest moment the last eight years. Hmm. Highest moment the last eight years. Well, I think that the most important, the most compelling was uh, was 9-11 itself. Welcome to the live version of Truth Jihad Radio. I'm Kevin Barrett, doing the show every Friday evening here on Revolution.Radio, the finest of listener-sponsored networks. My website is truthjihad.com, and I'm at kevinbarrett.substack.com, where you can find all of my work. You can subscribe and get early access to these shows, as well as all kinds of other fun stuff. Tonight, I'm going to talk to a couple of brilliant and prolific writers. That's what I like to do here. I'm sort of translating writing into conversation. When I was a kid, or when I was much younger anyway, I really enjoyed watching William F. Buckley going at it with Gore Vidal on Firing Line and things like that. These people, well, I don't know about Buckley, but Vidal was a pretty good writer, and listening to him talk was illuminating. And likewise, listening to other writers talk, getting a sense of the person behind the words on the page was really useful. And so I try to do that, and I focus not so much on the talkers that you see on YouTube, but the podcasters, those sorts of people, but I focus on people who are good writers, and tonight's guests both are. Benoit Kempmar comes on in the second hour. He's an Australian professor who cranks out a lot of stuff, much of it at Counterpunch. And he got my attention last week with his article on Assange's foiled escape. That is quite the tale. And you'll hear about that in the second hour. Tonight, though, in the first hour, we're going to talk about whether what we talk about in the second hour could possibly affect what happens in the first hour. That is, can the future go back into the past and change it? Is that a paradox? Could people kill their own grandfather and disappear or jump to another timeline? It sounds pretty goofy and science fiction-esque, but apparently there's a certain amount of scientific evidence that such things really could happen. So let's talk to... My favorite science writer, Josh Middledorf. Josh is a wide-ranging and utterly fearless thinker who writes with uncommon lucidity so that non-science geeks like me can actually have a sense of what he's talking about when he tackles these really complex and fascinating scientific topics. And he also talks about other stuff like the election integrity issue, which we're also going to talk about tonight. And he talks, or rather writes, really, really well. So it's a pleasure and an honor to bring him back here. Welcome, Josh Middledorf. How's it going? Thanks, Kevin, for your kind words. Yeah, well, no, it's it's true. I mean, you're really, uh, you're quite good at what you do, and I really appreciate your complete frankness and willingness to go anywhere that the truth leads yeah, you. Yeah, I try, I try <laughs> to go where other people aren't going. That's uh, what keeps life interesting. I agree completely, yeah. You know, what, when they're all saying the same thing, maybe there's something they're missing. Let's find out what that is. It turns out that a lot of the important stuff seems to be sort of systematically, if not deliberately, missed. Uh, you've noticed that too, I take it. Um, yeah, I, just before I came on, I was reading an article from the New York Times in January, What Happened to All of Science's Big Breakthroughs? And the article is about all of the tremendous um, 
new ideas in science, really groundbreaking ideas that happened between maybe 1860 and uh, 1950. Uh, maybe stretch that up through 1955, 1962. Uh, 55 was the uh, the genetic code discovered by Crick, and 62, maybe 64, was the microwave background that changed cosmology. Um, and before that, there was quantum mechanics and uh, all of molecular biology and there was uh, relativity earlier than that. There was Darwin's theory of evolution. It was really a century of magnificent scientific advance and it's halted. There has been a lot of science since 1970. There's been uh, a tremendous amount of data taken, but there's very little in the way of basic new ideas. And the question is, is that because, well, we've got the basic ideas right now and uh, we don't expect any more advances on that level. We're just working out the details. Or is it because there are system systemic uh, incentives to keep going with the old theories and not push a new one? <laughs> 